Hello and welcome to the Graceful Growth Podcast, a show where I dive into this never-ending journey of growth that we're all on in this life. Here, I welcome transparency and vulnerability, along with some laughs and some love, in an effort to create a safe space to learn and grow from one another. Whether you're a new or returning listener, I am so grateful that you decided to spend some time with me. I am your host, Brianna Bonna. Now let's get to the growth. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I know it's been a minute, but if you are looking at this on Spotify, I am on camera. You see me fixing my hair because I'm like, oh man, they can see me now. Um, Welcome back. I feel like saying welcome back to my channel because it feels like YouTube a little bit, but um, actually I forgot I am going to post this on YouTube. So it will kind of be like welcome back to my channel. But anyway, here we are. This is where I typically record the pod. Um, and yeah, I am excited. I'm back. I'm nervous because, whoa, I feel like this is the thing with the, the podcast. Now people need a visual. Um, took me a little longer, you know, to get the tech set up as I like. And obviously it'll be new and improved as I continue to learn and everything like that but I'm feeling good um this is my favorite time of the year actually it's not my yeah actually it is kind of my favorite time of the year I love pumpkins I love fall I love apples I love all the things that go with that the harvest time if you will I love Thanksgiving I love family football all of that jazz um good time of the year do not love daylight savings um I know y'all have seen the memes. How much daylight are we trying to save? Because, no, how much daylight are we actually trying to save? Because it's ridiculous. Why is it dark at 5 o'clock? Um, and I know other places it is even darker. But anyway, let us address the elephant in the room of my absence. <laughs> it actually ties hand in hand, I believe, with the topic of the day, which is toxic workplaces. Um I've been feeling a little defeated lately, um, but anyway, I will just jump right on into it because it's my podcast and I can do that. Uh, but anyway, so for probably the last year, I um, I ended up making a decision in my career to uh, go elsewhere after I'd been with one company for a while. Um, and I won't get into too many details about like the ins and outs, just kind of telling my journey in this. And, and I say all that to say the grass is not always greener. Um, I was, you know, just trying to make a move because I thought that it was the best thing for my career at that time. Um, but anyway, hindsight is 2020. For the last year, I've been in a work environment that is um, not great for the mental health and my mental health specifically um I think it's fun now Rollo has just entered the office and he's like looking for his place to sit because I have all everything set up and all of that so you'll finally get to see the dog if he ever figures out how he's going to make it onto the couch with all my wires and whatnot everywhere but anyway uh not a good place in the work environment and you know, filled with micromanaging, um, passive aggressiveness, not really working as a team, um, kind of things like that. And I don't work well in that environment. I don't know actually too many people who do work well in that environment. Um, and so for me, I've just kind of been processing that through the last year and like just really trying to just go forward with, yep, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be dandy. Like it, 
we'll get through it. Like maybe it's just this time, you know, I'll give it a, I'll give it this many months. And then, you know, that timeline comes and it's like, all right, well, I'll give it this many more months or whatever. And it just continued to get worse. Um, just continued to get worse. And again, I said, I'm not going to get into details. Um, but a couple weeks ago, um, I probably for the first time, I think maybe since college, um, I had a mental breakdown. Um, I think I hesitate to even say that because it does sound dramatic, but that's exactly what was going on. Um, I could not even speak about my work situation without just full on tears and, and chest pain. And, um, I, it's hard to describe, like, it's almost like your, your heart is sitting in a box that it's too small for. Um, and like the box just continues to get smaller. I don't know if you've seen like a horror movie or any type of like people like being in an elevator or something or like being in a hallway and the, the walls start like closing in on them. Like that's how my like my chest felt. Um, and I was supposed to be going somewhere um, to the headquarters of this particular um, place that I was contracted to work with. And I remember talking to my mom on the phone and she, you know, we're just having a regular conversation and she just casually asked me about some of the details of my travel for the following week. Um, you know, going here and it was also on short notice, which was a problem as well, which added to the anxiety that I was experiencing and I couldn't even answer her. I just immediately started crying and I was like, like hysterical, like, <laughs> And I know that's probably funny to look at, but like, that's how I was. And I, I didn't feel good. And I was just like, mom, I'm not okay. Like, and I, me saying it out loud, I was like, I'm not okay. Um, and she was like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but like, do you think that you need to be traveling in this condition? Um, and I was just like, but they need me. Cause that's the other thing. I, I have this high performance mentality that I'm trying to follow. And I was at a place where I could not do that. Um, I just, I really couldn't do it. And so, um, you know, I was like, okay, like, let me go ahead and cancel my travel. Like if my mom's saying that, cause my mom is, I, when she's serious about that, it, it's for real. She's not just saying that like, oh, like, yeah, you know, you're not feeling well, don't go. And like, oh, you have a little cough or you, you know, like she was really like, I'm concerned about you. Like I'm concerned about what's going on with you. And I was like, okay. So then I, I called my fiance to let him know like, Hey, in fact, you don't have to take me to the airport tomorrow because I will not be going. I've canceled my travel. Could not even say that to him because I was so disappointed in myself for not being able to carry through with what I had said that I was going to do, even though like my rational side of me was just like, girl, you are like, you have cried every day for like the last two weeks about this job, like about like specifically about this job. What? Like, there's no reason for you to go. Like I was literally dreading going and like the nature of the meeting too, it was unnecessary for me to actually travel to this, but I digress. Um, so anyway, the, all that's happening. Um, I had been applying for different jobs, um, for probably, a, about three months prior to this, um, anyway, and you know, interviews, whatever, um, in that week that I decided not to go, um, I actually ended up getting an offer from one of them. Um, and it just happens to be my former company, which very excited about, um, won't dive too deep into that because that's not the point, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. I just wanted to dive into going through that and the intense amount of pressure that I was 
kind of feeling from the company, but also that I was putting on myself, um, putting so much pressure on myself and like nobody told me to do that. Um, but it just, it made me realize like, and even how I was describing, you know, my situation, I felt like I was not okay in the head. Like it was like, kind of like saying that your brain has a cold or something like it, it's temporary. I know. And like, things will be fine with it. Like things will be fine, like in the future. But as of right now, I am not okay. My brain is not okay. It feels sick because I am having these thoughts that I know are not, they're not rational. They're not real because they don't actually need me to go to this. Um, especially if I'm like this, you know, I, if I'm in this state where I really, I'm not functioning well, like I'm not functioning well. And, you know, if you're, when you're a part of a team, your team wants you at your best. Um, you know, if you're, if you're coming in, you know, you're part of a sports team or something, you're coming in and you're, you know, giving half-ass effort, they might as well just not even have you there because it, it, it almost makes it worse. You know, like it almost makes it worse for you to be there, not at your best for that day and knowing that you're not at your best. And when I say at your best, I mean like you are trying as hard as you can for that day. I, I wasn't even in a place where I could try as hard as I could. I needed to rest. I truly needed to rest. And it was like that environment. I just felt like I couldn't, I could not rest. Um, and just, it just piled up and piled up. And, and to be honest, I was feeling that way for a very long time. Like it was, that was not a new emotion that I felt like right before I needed to actually go to, um, this, this meeting or whatever, um, at headquarters, I'd been feeling like that for a very long time. And I had just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and not expressing to anyone how I was feeling. Um, like I kind of like would speak a little bit about it, but I didn't, I didn't ever, release how I was actually feeling like in its entirety to anyone. I was just, um, letting it fester. Honestly, somebody else told me that like, Hey, you, yeah, you keep it inside and it's going to fester and then you're going to blow. And that is exactly what happened. Um, so I say that to say in my lesson learned with that is to, you know, when you're feeling like that, it, you do need to rest and it's okay to rest. And I, I think I'm still even wrestling with the fact that I made that decision. Um, I, I'm not going to say that I regret it um, at all because I, I, I think that things would be worse if I ended up going, quite frankly. Um, but I definitely regret not speaking up sooner. Um, like the denial of not being okay was so rampant. Um because I was like, I'm fine. Like, this is just the industry. This is how it works. And like, no, actually, it's not how it works. Like, like it, it took me a minute to realize like, oh, this is, this actually isn't normal. And it's shocking because I know that it's not normal. But I think that because I was, because I was at another company for so long and I figured that, you know, what I experienced there was maybe not the norm and maybe like, okay, like maybe they were just a one-off and being such a great company to work for. Um, because even though I was upset when I, or not, I was, I won't even say that I was upset when I left. I felt like I wasn't going to progress any further in that very moment, even though I felt like that, I still was like, I would always come back to this company. Like I will always, I, I would always, if given the opportunity, come back to this company. Um, but I think I thought maybe I was spoiled there and I was like, okay, this isn't reality. Like this company isn't reality and I need to learn and get a taste of, elsewhere in the industry and so I think I was kind of writing that of like okay maybe this is how it is and I just need to suck it up 
Um, and I don't have good advice. I actually have not talked to my therapist about this yet. Ooh, that sounds crazy to say that I'm talking about this on the podcast before I've dove into it with the therapist, but that's real. I have not talked to her yet about this. I told her that I'd get back with her after the holidays and, uh, yeah, should hit the fan before the holidays. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I will definitely dive into that with her because I'm not really sure of what that threshold is maybe for me of, you know, hey, take a break. You're not good. When is that? Like, when am I being a baby versus when is it like, oh, this is a little bit more serious than maybe we thought. Um, so saying that, and then, you know, after the fact and everything, I was, I was also feeling anxiety during the time that I actually did take off and I didn't travel to this meeting. Um, because I'm like, dang, like now I have to explain to other people why I wasn't there. Um, that's, dang like I don't want to have to talk to anybody about this so I was kind of like okay I was just sick which was not really a lie I just wasn't sick in the way that people maybe thought it was and I I realize also in hindsight that that further perpetuates like the mental health stigma is that I couldn't talk to anyone about it and you know part of that is the company and their willingness to to be open about things like that but also on, on my part as well um and, you know, I will say, you know, even like the way that I was raised, like, we're not talking about that. You don't talk about those things with other people. And like, uh, I remember the first time that I even uh, maybe posted on LinkedIn about me having anxiety. My mom was like concerned. She was like, I don't want you to not get a job because you have anxiety. I was like, mom, that's actually illegal. Uh, <laughs> like they can't not hire me because I have anxiety. And she was like, yeah, but you know, things happen. And she was like, I just don't want anybody to think that there's something wrong with you. And it's just like, this is exactly why there's a problem. This is exactly why there's a problem because you say things like that. And like, I know she didn't mean any harm by it. Um, and I hope she understands that if she sees this or hears this, um, I know she didn't mean any harm by it, but it was, it, it just, highlighted for me like this this is why people don't speak up um is because there's all this negative energy around it when it's really just reality like you don't treat people badly when they decide that they're not coming to work because they have a cold but yet you look at them funny when it's like oh I was not having a good mental health day per se and that's why I didn't come in now it's like mental health day like this soft ass person or whatever like you know, whatever people say. And, um, I realized, you know, as I was talking to some other people one-on-one and they were asking me like, Hey, are you feeling better? And stuff like that. You know, what did you have? Like, you know, it's going around. And like, there were a few people who I'm like pretty close to that. I trust that I was like, yeah, I, I didn't go because of like, like I had a meltdown. Like I had, I had a breakdown. Um, and, and it wasn't healthy for me to go. I also, not only did I not go, I took off for two days. Um, and I remember I was talking to somebody who was in the same position as me. She was just in a different program and she ended up going and she was telling me how, um, her mom is actually flying in from, uh, like halfway across the country, um, to see her because she was concerned because every time she talks to her, she's like, you're not okay. Like this, this is a terrible work environment for you. And the things that she was describing of like how she, she stays on late until nine and 10 PM just to log back on at 7 AM, 8 AM in the morning, because there's so much work to be done and she's overwhelmed and you know, her, her chest hurts and she cries every day and, and very similar stories. And we both, um, she came in probably a couple weeks after me, but we both have been on like this a similar program for this past year 
and going through the same thing and haven't discussed it with each other. Um, and it just highlighted for me, I said, wait a minute, there's a bigger problem going on here because I guarantee you it's not just me and her. There are other people who are on this program who feel the same way. And I was like, I'm curious when I take this back to leadership, what's the response going to be? Because this is clearly a problem. Um, but yes, just again, and it, it made me realize, and I don't know if this is because I've only seen it in my company with millennials because the, the, a few of the people who I work with who are a little bit older, um, they just, you know, take it in stride and they just ride with it. And they like, they, they don't get deep about what they're going through or anything like that. And I don't know if they cry when they go home, but at least the millennial, like people who were, you know, on my level, like we're doing the same role. We all had the same thing to say. Like we are not okay. Mentally, we are not okay in this job and how we don't want to say anything to anyone because we are so scared of, First of all, what the response is going to be, but also this this high achiever. And I don't I don't know if there's a word for this, um, you know, with labels and everything. I don't know. But outside of a high achiever, obviously, I don't know if that's a, a condition, a way of thought, or, you know, just how you were raised, whatever it is. But there are people who really aspire to do great things and hold themselves to a high standard in terms of, you know, the things that they do, especially, you know, it could be anything, maybe uh, sports or, um, you know, creativity or, you know, in your corporate job there. And I think in my industry specifically, you almost have to be a high achiever in order to succeed. Because if you're not, you're like on the other end of the spectrum where it's like, no, you actually kind of suck. Like there is no like middle ground in my industry, or at least the middle ground is never highlighted. You're either you're doing amazing or you're doing really bad. And then everyone else is just kind of like eh, in the middle. Um, but anyway, the people who, you know, rise to the top quickly, we all kind of have the same thing going on where we're high achievers. We expect a lot from ourselves, but then there's this unspoken darkness that kind of comes with that of, what happens when you don't feel like you're achieving? What happens when you don't feel like you're being successful or that you're not meeting the bar that you've set for yourself? And it's like, and you, you get irritated with people who have kind of set their bar here, you know, um, and I, I'm taking advantage of the fact that I'm on camera, but they've set their bar here and you're up here. And like to them or to you, it feels like they're not meeting, you know, the expectations when in fact your expectations are just higher. Um, but there, there's a frustration that comes with that. Um, and that adds to the, okay, I'm not meeting my own goals. This person definitely isn't meeting them and I have to pull this weight for them. And you know, the praises are high. The praises are high. Everybody's like, Oh man, you're so amazing. This, this, and that. And then they give you more tasks to do because of that further stressing you out. And it, it's just interesting to see. I don't, I don't really know what the solution is for that. Um, and I, you know, I'm going to work with my therapist on, you know, how do I set those boundaries within work of, you know, when is it, it it's a time to rest and it's a time to play. And it's also a time to work. And when do I set those boundaries? Um, it, like, when do I say enough is enough? Like when, when do I stop taking one for the team? You know, when do I stop taking one for the team at risk of my health? Um, at risk of my mental health. Um, and you know, this may not resonate with everyone. Um, but I think the people who it is going to resonate with is going to really touch you. Um, 
because it's it's so real and and I've had moments like this before but they're quickly like overridden this was one of those instances where it's like I think before I'd been in situations maybe and like once that once that deliverable has been met or once we reach that goal it's over with but in this case which I've never experienced before it was the environment every single waking moment that I was logged into work awful every aspect about it just every every aspect about it toxic environment all the time to, to the point you know the Sunday scaries like I know legitimately I'm thinking about all the things that I have to do on Monday on Saturday night why why am I doing that and it takes away from me being able to actually enjoy my weekend and it was like mentally I was clocked in all the time um I might not physically be logged in but mentally I was clocked in all the time and uh, man just in hindsight and I think the only reason why I'm able to even speak about it right now is because I <laughs> I've, I've put in my um my resignation and so I know that I'm not going to be dealing with it for much longer but even now thinking about it I'm like yep I got a lot of stuff to do on Monday you know with some deliverables that need to be met already and while I there, there's like a little pain uh, of anxiety there that is not making me feel good it's not nearly as bad as it has been um but yeah I I don't even my mom said that she's proud of me because I you know I took the the step to be like I can't do this anymore I'm not going to do it anymore but um there are so many people who are not in that situation or, or not in a position to be able to leave their environment and I mean like a toxic environment at the workplace is like a toxic relationship it it begins to eat at every aspect of your life and it it was definitely happening for me I, I was not going out with my friends um not that I didn't have the time to not that I didn't have the energy to but my mental capacity for being around anyone and not thinking about work and how miserable it was making me I couldn't do it Um, and yeah, I don't even, I guess as I was saying this, I'm like, okay, what's the point of me even making this podcast? This is not helpful. This is, this is not encouraging. Um, it's actually kind of like, what, like, what the heck? Like, this is not, but that's not the point of this. Um, you know, my, my whole point in the podcast was to be vulnerable about things. Um, because I do think that it does, it it helps people to know like, okay, I'm not the only one going through something like this. And like, I I think that just based on maybe things that my friends and family have had to say to me, I think that some people get the impression that I don't go through anything or that, um, my life is never really hard because I wear it well. Um, so that's why I kind of have created this platform. And I don't think it's important to define exactly why, um, I have, put myself out here on this platform, but I definitely want to highlight the, I guess the nasty side of, you know, being successful and and a high achiever in the workplace, because don't get me wrong. I am definitely a corporate, like anomaly, not anomaly, but I'm a, like, I thrive in the corporate workspace. I love working in the work in the corporate realm, but there's some ugly parts of that. There's some ugly, ugly parts of that, of like how I get to be this successful. Like people are like, oh, again, you're so great. Like, yeah, you do not know the mental anguish that I'm going through in order to accomplish this, Like, you know? Um, so I just, I think it's important to talk about. I don't think it's talked about enough, or maybe I'm just not in the right places where it is being talked about. But, um, 
yeah, uh, I say all that to say my message is rest. If you feel like you need rest, if you feel like you're 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 on the verge of, of burnout, it's go ahead, go ahead and take that rest. Go ahead and book yourself a little massage. Um, go ahead and take that Monday off, Friday off. And give yourself a three day weekend if you can. Um, but but rest when your body's telling you to rest, or your body's going to make you. And I think that we've we've always kind of said that about you know the physical like um like actually being sick like uh, having a cold or the flu or something like that like your body's gonna make you rest if you don't actually rest and like the physical aspect of resting but you need mental rest as well you need mental rest um and so maybe i know i said that this is um about toxic work environments but i'm actually gonna turn that this is about needing mental rest like you need mental rest your brain is going to make you have mental make you have a break if you don't give it a break um and so yeah anyway um this has been exciting and fun because a video is here with it um i will definitely be back it will not be freaking months before i actually post another um podcast but uh i am back we are here. I say we, it's just me, but I'm here. Um, I'm about to be putting out content again and bear with me while it, you know, it's not going to be fancy, uh, like some of these other podcasts, but as I figure it out, Hey, give me some grace while I grow. Um, and yeah, thank you for joining me. See you next time. Like actually see you next time. Bye.